It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, this is Dave Fenoy, the voice of Lee Everett. And you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Laurie Holden, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me. So keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you are listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to ZombieCast. ZombieCast. Temple, you know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, zombie cast. Stay tuned in. Follow me. And thank you, Axel, for that super awesome introduction this week. And welcome, zombies, to Zombie Cast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie. Episode 142, where I'm Sean. Hey, I'm Maddie. And I'm Norma. And I'm Ted. I'm Gabe. And thank you, Zombies, for another download of ZombieCast this week. We want to thank you no matter where you get us. iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, ZombieCast.net. But the best place is every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern at allgames.com forward slash chat. We come over here and just mingle with all the chatters and have a great, great time over here. And uh, just have some fun. Come over to allgames.com forward slash chat and join us every Monday night. But if you want to hear us live but can't join us live, you can always add the Stitcher Radio app to all devices and simply add All Games Live, and we will come out of your radio, you know, or on your, wherever you're at, we'll come out of that Stitcher Radio app. You guys know about Stitcher Radio, so simply add All Games Live. Uh, we do want to remind all you guys to go to ZombieResearchSociety.com. as we're the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society, and our very own Matt Muck will, will be returning here shortly to the airways as he's been on an assignment for the last few weeks. So we're really excited to talk with Mo and find out where he's been. But please be sure to go to ZombieResearchSociety.com. Check those guys out. And also our very own Matt Bradford is uh, one of the lead writers over there for the Society. So check those guys out. And if you're ever on the social media, go to Facebook. Search for ZombieCast. Like our fan page. We begin a lot of new likes over there gradually each week as we grow, which was pretty awesome. And if you're ever on the Twitters, simply add... 
at Dead Reviews and at Zombie Cast News. And, uh, you know, we're so close to 50,000 followers. But click that banner up top and add each individual host of ours. And uh, mingle with us on the Absolutely. Twitters. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, Norma, you know, I mean, uh, you know, Norma loves the Twitters. She loves the Facebooks. <laughs> Ted loves the Twitters. And, uh, you know, write us really and we'll like respond. Twitter. We like talking to you guys, so absolutely do that. You do. I'll respond instantly. Usually if somebody likes our fan page, uh, you know, I send them a friend request right off the bat because I want to be friends with all the zombies out there. So, guys, Mr. Matt Bradford is... Uh, Dead. Uh, oh. the av- uh, was it an avalanche or, or did snow fall off his house? It was an Avalanche and his snowshoes quit. They stopped uh, working. They were not good enough, apparently, for that avalanche. It was really big. And then the moose started chasing him. So, moose. yeah, poor Matt. Man. I understand he's also right now having to fight off a Yeti attack. Yetis. Ooh, That's yeah. right. That was the last word. You're right, Ted. The last thing he said over the, uh, over the, 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 the broadcast, he said, I think he, he Morse code the word Y-E-T that we figure was him almost getting Yeti out. It could and mean could, uh, um, I'm not dead yet. Yeah, but I bet it's be Yeti. Could be I Yeti. like to believe it's Yeti though. Me too. So I'm going with that. I hope he has a lightsaber because he might be able to cut it in half and stay warm in the Yeti's guts when he kills it. Yeah, <laughs> like Han Solo and Luke. <laughs> like the I see, you see uh, Mariana putting Sean or putting Matt inside of a, a tauntaun. Uh, Mariana seeing putting Sean inside what? <laughs> I said, ma- ma- Mariana putting Matt inside of a tauntaun. Uh, but uh, but Matt is actually off. Uh, he's doing a little family time. He will be back next week. Uh, so Matt sends all of his love to all the zombies out there. But you did hear a new voice this week, and it's you know it's somebody that's from our our not our community. He's part of our family. You know we we have one person in our private chat that's not a part of the team. And Gabe, dude, we got to bring you on part of the team, man. Uh, welcome to ZombieCast, Mr. Gabriel, Mr. Onslaught himself, or XXX13. What are all the names, Gabe? He has a lot. This is the one guy I know that literally everything he's on, he has a different name for. It drives me nuts. <laughs> dude, it's just two. It's uh, oh, Exodus oh, on uh, Twitter and Onslaught on Xbox Live. That's okay. it. It's just two. What Plus about, my name. What about Facebook? Just my name, Gabriel Olea. That's three, Gabe. That's three. That's, okay, three. <laughs> That's three. Seven. You've been on the show for five minutes already telling little white lies. I don't know. <laughs> white? Well, He's you... Spanish, man. Chinga! Chinga! <laughs> and Gabe is the man when it comes to gears. Oh, yeah. He's really Even as a Marcus that is correct. icon uh, on, the, on the Skype, he has a Marcus Phoenix. That's the one uh-huh. game I can brag about. So um, all the other ones... I'm all right, but that's the one I dominate in. Uh, I'm telling you, we were talking yesterday on Knuckle, how excited I was. Remember, Ted? I'm like, okay, I'm going in. I'm going to get him. And I got him with the shotgun. Oh, yeah. And we're like, whoa! Like, yeah, we, we, we played, and it was it was like the, it was everybody versus Gabe at one point. <laughs> and uh, there, there's no – I'm good at a lot of games. There's no game I can say, it doesn't matter who I play, I will win. There's no, but Gabe's that way. I think, you know, no, actually, Crimson Skies on the first Xbox, yes. that's a game. If I play you, I'm going to win. But that's, that's about it. But Gabe is, he's going to win. You're not going to beat him. Ted, dude, we, we've, been, we've been radio buddies for a long time, man. You didn't tell me that you love Crimson Skies, dude, the Raging Cajun. Oh, oh my uh, God, the Zeppelin. That was my first, uh, that was my first, uh, when I first got Xbox Live in like 2004, that was the first game I had, man. And I, 
I dominated it. They've never made another one of those games. I don't know why. Dude, Crimson Skies was so good. You remember the volcano board where you could just fly like crazy high and see all the people down there looking for you below you? I, yeah, I was in a was it a jungle stage? Yeah, it was kind of a remember. jungle and a big volcano, and you could fly down in the volcano. But there was something. What was it? It wasn't orbs. Like it, it was. It was orbs light cracked him. But what was it? You had to search for. Oh, they, I think they had, they had weapons. I don't know. But there was a game. There'd be games in that where it'd be me versus a team of six people, and I would just be beating the shit out of them. But that's a What's kind of like I was hard to find because I was one guy and I had endless targets. But still, I yeah, I was great at that game. Well, I wish they'd make another one. It's yeah. been 10 years. Gabe or Norman, did you play Crimson Skies? Yeah. High Road to Revenge? No, I didn't play that game. On, that was Xbox One, right? I mean, just the, uh, I mean, the Xbox, Xbox One, number one, not the ONE. Yes, yeah, the it, it was. Um, yeah, that was the that came out. I got an Xbox right before Halo Two came out, um, and I that was the first. That's the game I got, and I got Xbox Live, and I couldn't believe I was playing a game and talking to people over a headset. It's nuts. You know what? I got my Xbox first, the first Xbox on Christmas morning. Right, I got Halo One. I got. I think it was SSX Tricky. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was the uh, final, uh, Fusion Frenzy? And I'll tell you what, whenever Ashton was... Uh, whenever Fusion he was, Frenzy or whenever, Feeding Frenzy? Fusion. Okay, Fusion Frenzy's a game, yeah. Fusion Frenzy was like a mini games, Norm. It was really good. Okay. Candy from <laughs> a baby. But, uh, but you know... Whenever Freeman Mommy was uh, pregnant with our first kid, Mr. Mr. Little Ashton, the, the first dork of the dorks, uh, about three months in, they're like, you know, we trace this back to uh, to Christmas Day when he was conceived. So, uh, Wait a minute. I've done it I've on done- my Xbox, man. What were you, what were you, you had a very Merry Christmas, eh, Sean? I did. <laughs> I did. A little personal uh, story there, you know, but... Uh, there minute. you go. Huh? Ashton. Yeah, see? But uh, Freeman Mommy, I got it on Christmas, right? I saw Angie banging Sean <laughs> Freeman. Huh? Sean Underneath the mistletoe yeah, yeah. last night. But no, don't bend over now. No, I'm on the radio. <laughs> you need four kids, Sean. Get her, get her. I don't need do four right. kids. Three, three is a blessing. <laughs> uh, Uncle Ted will have to come and help watch them all. <laughs> there you go. You have fun. But, but, but Gabe, you know, I, why Gears, man? Dude, I love Gears. I have nothing wrong with Gears, but, dude, I... I what, what is it about I, Gears? There, there, you know what? That game there's, grabbed there's, me really there's early. something when, about it. It's yeah. repetitive. It's yeah. the same thing over and over and over and over. You know, uh, you, walk, you walk a little bit, you try to find the cog tags, and then a bunch of guys come out of the ground. You know what? When I saw... The, when I played the Gears 1, it, that, that... Dude, that... That game pushed the Xbox 360 to yeah. its limits at that time. And that com- Epic continued to do that with 2 and 3. The characters are really interesting. Granted, the multiplayer had some bugs in 1 and 2. But, man, just the Locust. I mean, the- there were characters I'd never seen before, man, on a-, on a system. And just third person helped, I mean, made it. I don't know. You see the the way you could kill people with either the Lancer or the uh, the, sh- the the shotgun. Dude, that's... You can't, you can't. There hasn't been any game that have, that has done that to this point. Right, right. If you remember, whenever we done the gears, uh, the first gears game night, we played Gears of War three, and uh, 
you know, I got off work early, and I was like, man, I'm going to get fucking Gears 3, man. I'm go- we're going to play it up. Zombie cast style. <laughs> and uh, when I got home with Gears 3, uh, I opened it up, uh, broke, the, broke the plastic on it, uh, put it in, and Ashton's like, Dad, we got that shit like three years ago. And I was like, what? <laughs> no, nah, he, he didn't say shit, but dude, I'd already owned the game, and I went, <laughs> I went and bought it again. I didn't know I owned it. <laughs> Have you ever done that, guys? Bought a, bought a game you forgot you had? No. I'm, I'm such a fanboy. I own three copies of Gears 3. See, there you I, go. I've, I've shown Ted and, and Sean and Normie my collection of Gears stuff, so it's, it's pretty sickening. Is somebody outside? No. I keep hearing no. a car. Do y'all hear a car? Um, could it be it like a mug in a cupboard? <laughs> no, I keep hearing. It could also be my um <laughs> my um headset. It was being a little quirky. It was like I could hear you half on my computer and then half in my ears. So, but I fixed it. Maybe that was it. It was something vibrating. I don't know. <laughs> mhm. <laughs> so guys, we're going to be talking The Walking Dead. You know, season uh, season five, part two started last night, which which we're gonna get into. We got a little bit of news that I know that Gabe wants to talk about, but Norma wants to propose something for you zombies out there. Norma I, likes ghosts, right? Yeah, I don't know. Like, some there's a little bit special about like being freaked out a little bit like ghost stories so i don't know i was just thinking and i know this is silly i was thinking if any of our listeners would be willing to make like a ghost video like you know like i don't know ted how long should we make it like 30 seconds yeah and then we just do like like um like just bragging rights Hmm. you know and and, you know show it uh and show everybody wait how about the winner wins a fantasy dream date with matt bradford well, I was yes. thinking that we would put you up for the fantasy date. Okay. No, Matt wrote me. Why not? Matt, Matt <laughs> uh, Norma, Matt wrote me. Uh, Matt, okay. Matt's going to pay for the airfare, mm-hmm. uh, the hotel. It's going to have to be Canadian air, though. You have to fly Canadian air. Yeah, Canadian air. And he said that uh, he's going to throw in some moose rides, <laughs> some, uh, <laughs> some snow shakes. And he'll give you he'll give you one free hockey lesson. Yes, and a milk in a bag. Yeah, milk in a bag. You got it, and yogurt in a bag. <laughs> so what are you talking about, Norma? You know, you you want people to make ghost videos like uh, like like with sheets, or, or do you want them to try to capture real? They, they want to do something with orbs. Anything they want to do, you can. I think you can make it to scare the life out of somebody, or. Even a comedy, like a parody, would be funny too. You know what I mean? You can be as creative as you want. Hmm. Hmm. You're, the the only limit is your imagination. Sky. Why don't you get the winner to come on the full episode of ZombieCast? That would be awesome too. We could totally do that. They could talk about the video and then just hang out and chat with you guys. Because Gabe, yeah, you know, we forget. You know, we host this every week, so a lot of times we we forget. You know, the, maybe come on the show. You know, I mean, we're so used to it; it doesn't seem like nothing to us. But yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll bring him on the show for a full episode if you that dare. If you dare. And Ted's cottons. Ted, you can throw your cottons in, can't you? <laughs> I'm They're a not boxers silk. guy, Sean. <laughs> hey, are they cotton? I don't know what they're made of. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a they're man. made out of silk. What is it? 100 count 
I don't know. What do they do that? I've got 100 count silk. Only the best for my boys. Uh, uh, Ed in chat says, funny you guys mentioned Ghost. I saw some weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. I. Shit night. I saw some... Wait, what did he say? I saw some weird shit night. Before last. I think before he last. meant last be, the night before last night. I'm going to call my mom real quick, and I'm going to ask her if the milk still comes in a bag. I'm curious. What, what's her phone number, Norma? I'm going to call her. She's international. Okay. Uh, Skype's international. What, what's her number? This is true. I don't know if my mom will get on, on the radio. She's like, Norma, don't you do this. <laughs> Norma. It is your mom. I bet we'd call your mama be like, What's her number, Norma? The man is bitten okay. by a werewolf. Right, you ready? In, Let's see if I can put her on speaker. She's going to kill me. Hold on. I'm going to step up real quick, guys. Hold on. Okay. You ready? Yeah. I don't think. Is it dialing? It is 11.30. Hola, vieja. ¿Cómo andas? Estás en la radio conmigo, pero te quería preguntar una pregunta, mamá. ¡Miss Norma! ¿Escuchas? Say it again. Sí, yes. Yes, you hear her. La We leche. love you, Mama Norma. Dice que te quieren mucho. ¡Ah, chinga! Queremos saber, mamá, si ay, la chihuahua, leche... Ay, 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 Si la leche allá todavía viene en una bolsa. ¿Todavía viene en bolsa la leche allá? Yes, my mom says. The milk still comes in a bag. ¡Chinga! Está diciendo malas palabras, mamá. No quiero que quiera escuchar eso. Bueno, mami, te dejo un besito. Te quiero. Chao. I love you too. Chao. Good Lord. What is taquito? My mom. Taquito. I love you. Taquito. I know my kids eat taquitos. So my mom said yes. She says the milk still comes in a bag. In Uruguay. So there you go. Dang, that's weird. That's like third world, Norma. It's crazy, right? <laughs> I get you. <laughs> so you guys say chao instead of adios? Yes, because our Spanish is mixed with Italian. We have oh. a lot of Italian in our Spanish. That's cool. Italian? Italian. Italiano. So, so me and you're white, uh, Ted. <laughs> yeah, we're the two whitest people in the world, so I don't know. Ted, you know, I mean, you know, we, we got our thing right. You throw some Atlanta in there, and I throw some yeehaw. Some North, some North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> what y'all doing? You over here. What y'all Black doing? eyed peas. <laughs> Do y'all like chicken biscuits? Um, what did I have? I had cracker biscuits once. <laughs> Chicken that, that's crack on us white people, right? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah. Was it a cracker biscuit? White people on a biscuit. Have you ever cracker heard of biscuits. <laughs> we didn't bring you on the show to be racist, Norma. Yogi's funny. He's like, LOL. Sean is so white. He said, taquito, not tequero. <laughs> you didn't get taquito? Tequero. <laughs> what is taquito? You, you should hear taquito me when I go to Panda Express. When I go to Panda Express and try to order chow mein, I have like chow men. I feel like a fucking idiot. I hope no one around me hears me trying to say it. Say it. Chow mein. Chow mein. <coughs> say you say chow mein down there with Norma's mom. They'd be like, she'll be waving bye. Chow mein, no, 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 no. Right? <laughs> that means bye, bye mein. 
Bye. <laughs> Bye, Maine. Like, what's up? It's like, what's up, Maine? Ciao, Maine. <laughs> Maine. <laughs> Man, well, yeah, I mean, we're breaking down words. Let's break down. Let's break down Gabe's last name. Olea. Olea. Uh, Olea. Gabriel. Is it Olea? It's Olea, yeah. Olea. Olea. Ted said first. it right the first time. That's cool. Usually people butcher it like Olea. I'm not a racist pig like you, Sean. Well, uh, you, use that in a porn star. Use that in a porn sentence, Ted. Olea. You, I like to Olea down by the fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, guys. That's how Sean, that's how Gabe met his wife. I like to lay you down by the fire. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Norma, Norma proposed the whole ghost thing. Uh, we'll work up some artwork, get some posts out there, and get the, get the ball rolling. No deadlines as of yet. But, uh, Norma, we'll, we'll get this going. We'll get the whole team on board uh, for some ghost videos. You know, my, you know, if anybody remembers, my son with the iPhone made some crazy videos whenever they were in a, they were in a hoodie, and they put their feet through the arm things of the hoodie and then hid their arms and it looked like some alien running through the house. So yeah, you have fun with it. <coughs> Bring your kids Absolutely. into it. Yeah, that would be good. So either Olea. spook the heck out of us or like make us crack up. you down on the How does my how does my voice sound? Is you can probably tell listeners I've been sick as crap. Do I it sound sounds that? like you're you, I can hear your like the nasalness in you. I feel like uh, I should do like voiceovers. Like uh, there has been an awakening. Have you felt it? I don't know. <laughs> what is she zone? She zone. She zone. She zone. She zone. Oh, she zone. I see your time. I'm like, what are we talking? She's on what? <laughs> she's on Alea. Alea, she's on. <laughs> Subsy, Olea isn't with that what they use I to usually fry get chips? Olé, olé, like that. Olea. Uh, I was thinking that. more like Speedy Gonzalez. Olé, olé, olé. Yeah, I get that too. Arriba, arriba. I get that. Oh, good God, Sean. Mighty Mouse is here to save the day. I still love Mighty Mouse. All right, come on. Let's talk about the walking. All right, guys. Let's break really the excited. ice. Uh, but uh, more from the ghost stories to come. Yeah, we might, yes. start, we, 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 we might bring... Yeah, Gabe could be the artwork for a zombie cast. So Gabe, draw up some stick fingers. <laughs> some, <ghosts. laughs> some like Fido Dido. And we'll put that bit. all to the social media, man. And uh, we'll, we'll get it going. So uh, if you guys... Isn't Ted the artist? Ted is the artist. Sean does all that cover art, though. Uh, but it's not good, dude. Ted, you're, that, you're, you're your the man. Your covers look really good, I think. Thank you, man. Yeah. What are you, you doing? Kiss? T- what are you doing tonight, Ted? Wanna <laughs> <laughs> oh, Olea oh no oh, lay me down Ooh, by the fire? Are you doing yeah. Oh my goodness. Hey, why don't I come over to your house say around Christmas Day? <laughs> 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 Sounds good to me, buddy. We should make another one, Sean. Oh I can't s- quit you, Ted. A little hybrid. One, one, one more thing, <laughs> Gabe. Gabe was a yes, preacher. Yes. Like uh, for the first time, we are entering Miss Olea on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> the room when you got married. Did what? He, wait, what did you say? <laughs> I, said, I lost now. I said, when okay. you got married, did the preacher introduce you guys? It's the first time in public, Mister and Missus Olea on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> no, they did not. Oh, man, what a missed opportunity. 
Guys, that was our warm up segment. Uh, you know, for all that, the that was our that was our forty minute warm up segment. Forty minute warm up segment. <laughs> Talk but, about Gabe's last name. But, but you know, tonight yeah. basically is a Walking Dead show. You know, it's uh, you know we've you know we are media. We do complain a lot, although we do love the show. You know, we even though we have fun with it, we have comedy with it, breaking down the show. We, we talk about a lot of things we don't like. We talk about a lot of things we do like. But in the end, we love the show, but we have fun with it. You know, I mean, it, yeah. everybody's talking about The Walking Dead, but we have we have fun with it. So, Gabe, you, I love I love the show, but I'm if I love something, that doesn't mean you can't be critical of it. And that's what I I don't get people on the internet if they like something, it's they act like you can't not like something about it. Like, I love Star Wars, but I'll tell you, those Phantom Menace is a huge pile of shit. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't get people on the internet act like, you're just not a fan if you say anything negative. No, I, I'm, I'm saying something negative because I am a fan and I care. Yeah. And, and see, yeah. If you didn't like it, you wouldn't talk about I it. I wouldn't care yeah. either way if it sucked or not. And see, okay. you know, Gabe, I, I didn't tell the guys. Uh, Norma and Ted, you know, me and Gabe talk pre-show. And being <laughs> that he's from the West Coast, Gabe, you know, I gave him an option. I was like, don't tell me, Gabe. Just don't tell me. But he was going to come up with a West Coast freestyle about about The Walking Dead or some crazy jokes. So, Gabe, what did you come up with? <laughs> Dude, don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I kid you, Gabe. Dude, I, thanks. Gabe, I heard you were gonna. I heard you were gonna write a, a 15 line poem about <laughs> The Walking Dead. If you can hear it right now, and it, and has, it to has to, to be in iambic pentameter. And it has to rhyme a haiku, if you will. <laughs> That's not even a haiku. I'm a guest, a guys. I'm a guest. I'm a guest. <laughs> oh, so, so Gabe's bringing nothing. Gabe's bringing nothing to the table tonight. Guys. I'm not. So maybe, I'd maybe, never be on again. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you, Gabe. I love you, Gabe. I know, I know. Dude, this is what it is. Dude, Me, I'm... Ted, Norman, Matt put people on the spot like crazy. Dude. I don't know, guys. I'll, I'll take Gabe over that that friggin' weirdo that's normally here. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah, his name? Oh, uh, Matt, 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 uh, Matt Moak, yay, Matt Bradford, Matt, <laughs> but guys, let's talk about The Walking Dead, uh, you know, uh, the, the whole first part of season five, the first half, you know, we, we had a lot of love, we had a lot of complaints, it was kind of mixed emotions, you know, we said we, 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 we need something more, we need, we need something more, and Gabe, with you honestly being the ghost tonight, Last night's episode, did we get a little bit with some sugar on it from The Walking Dead last night? Was, was you happy all around? You know, not, not talking about the plots. All around, was it a good episode? Okay. The thing I liked about last night's episode is what... It wasn't like the, the, the season five opener at the beginning from, from the previous... Uh, the season five. <laughs> it didn't go... I mean, it didn't go full force. It didn't leave you basically like, where are they going to go from here? Because the first episode of last season or season five, the beginning five, was just... One. Yeah, season five was just balls out. They went... I mean, everything. They, they threw everything into that show. Whereas this one told a really good story. They basically... I mean, there's a lot to go from here, and it was just a good overall story. And, and you, you, I don't know, I just, it seemed like it all went downhill after those first two episodes of, of the beginning of season five. Whereas this yeah. one, you see this next episode, and you're kind of like, okay, well, I see where it can go, and, and, and I don't know, it, just, it can move forward from there without having to, to go all out like they did at the beginning of season five. Right. Well, well you know... Like, like for me, Gabe, I, I think the same thing. Dude. I, I, I think it was a fantastic episode last night. One thing I want to disagree with is I listened to a lot of instant reaction podcasts today, 
And a lot of people were really going overboard uh, praising Greg Nicotero for his directorial performance last night. But I got to say, you know, directing is one thing, but whoever come up with the storyboards, the writing, the, you know, uh, you know the, the script, I, I think all, you know, I don't think Greg Nicotero is the only one that should be, you know, praised from last night, dude. I think all around. It was good, dude. I liked a little bit of psychedelic stuff. I like the, you know, there was a lot of mystery in this episode. I've, I've heard a lot of people describe, you know, that we saw, we were visited by a lot of the old people. A lot of mm-hmm. people claimed that, uh, you know, that was his guilty conscience. Some people claimed that that was the angels. So, uh, so you know, going, j- just talking about that, you know, we got to see Beth again. We got to see uh, Lizzie and all those guys, the governor. I want to yeah. say... At the beginning, because I really want to discuss this. At oh, okay, the okay, yeah. Well, let, let's go through it. You're right, Norma. At the beginning, what did you? Who did you think they were burying? Beth. Oh, Beth. Beth. Right. Yeah. It was very well done. And I'm sorry, we are totally spoiling this. So if you didn't get it like the first five minutes when we started we this, we're going to be spoiling. To you shouldn't be listening to this. If yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, you see Maggie breaking down. You see them digging in the dirt. You know, they're burying somebody. You see um, the minister, which I can't remember his name at the moment. Gabriel. Uh, thank you. <laughs> oh, look at that. Gabriel. Gabriel. Father Gabriel. <laughs> I didn't know you in this. You know, doing the little eulogy, and we're thinking, oh, man, Beth. You know, because that was the last thing we, we really saw. And then, you know... Then you see the little photo frame and, and you see the girls come back and you're thinking, wow, you know, are we kind of seeing Beth's last moment of her, um, you know, yeah. of her subconscious, you know <laughs> what I mean? Or whatever's going on. And it's not until later that we start to find out as to what, what really happened. You know, they were giving us a little bit of, of a Pulp Fiction moment where they're giving us a story out of sequence, and I thought that was really fantastic. Yeah, frame by frame. Yeah, I got to say, what, what, what's the new black kid's name? Noah. Noah. Noah, you know, I, you know, whenever they were showing that, I was, you know, the, the whole time that they were showing that, it's like, well, you know, Noah must have had, you know, I was like, this is either his cousin or either, you know, he had a twin, you know. Yeah, it, 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 looked, just, that, that, it looked like a younger version of him. I thought it was him and a twin brother when they were younger. Right, and, and you know, I, I did too, uh, Ted, but, but I was thinking, I was like, you know, they're, they're trying to do a little bit of storytelling in a different way for The Walking Dead. They're not spending three episodes to kind of tell, you know, a character's past and, and you know, kind of who he is. So I was like, you know, they're, that's one thing that was different for The Walking Dead. I was like, you know, they're filling us in on uh, kind, kind of, uh, you know, the, the, the way that maybe he was raised or whatever. And I like Noah a lot too. Me too. I think he's, he's a, a solid addition. character. Yeah, that's a good addition. Oh, I'm getting crackly. Is that crackly, y'all? No, absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I hear, crackly, <laughs> I hear, I hear cracking on my mic. I thought I was on the show. Sorry. It, it, it was. It wasn't bad, Ted. Okay. So, so Ted. Yes, sir. How did you feel about last night's episode? Overall. Uh, I liked it overall. Uh, obviously, there was a lot of shock factor when they just up and out of the blue on the first episode kill a major character um i thought it was a little bit of a drag going for literally 45 minutes of just of a guy just sitting in a room looking at dead people i thought went on a little too much but uh, that's kind of what they did with bob where you had a whole episode of just bob is slowly dying everyone isn't this sad for an hour um i thought at the end they were going to save 
Tyrese. I thought there's going to be some way they're going to save him. They're going to cut his arm off or, the, or he's going to somehow survive and not turn right. into a zombie. I was expecting that to happen because in my mind, I was thinking what's going to happen. And I think I thought, OK, what's going to happen is he's not going to turn into a zombie. And then he's and then they're going to go, oh, my God, this guy didn't turn his blood. This is how I, I form a whole thing out of nothing. His blood is a vaccine. And then that's going to make the what's the guy, the, the mullet guy that lied. You know, the guy that yeah. said he could. Oh, yeah. Say, Eugene. Yeah, Eugene's going to say, well, if we have him, I actually can go to Washington and do something with this. And then they're going to turn it. Oh, now we have to get to Washington. I was thinking of all these things they could do to let Tyrese live. And then he died anyway. And I was like, oh. Um, but the thing is, I wanted to point out, and I'm sure, I'm not, I hope I'm not the only one that noticed it. It was very obvious. Uh, Glenn picked up a certain item at the start of the oh, episode, yeah. which was definitely leading to what's going to happen with that same item he picked up. What? Mm. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say that. Yeah, and I, I noticed immediately, like they make a whole point where Glenn is just walking around, and there's a baseball bat on the ground, and he's like, "Huh?" And he picks it up, and he spends the whole episode carrying around and beating zombies with it. That that's a setup for he's going to carry that bat around the whole season, and then certain characters are going to show up and take it from him, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, it, it might have just been a symbolism for what's to come, being that he's the one that grabbed it. Yeah. And maybe it's like a nod to what comic book readers know. Yeah. And they're just kind of like, well, you. Know, Guy grabbed the bat. It's gonna come around eventually. Yeah, I uh, think if he's if he carries that bat around, like if he's carrying it around still next week, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the plot is gonna go into they're gonna run into Negan and Negan's gonna take the bat from him, and that's gonna be the Negan bat. Yeah. So, so here's a little something I noticed. Okay. Okay. So we meet Noah's little brother, who is the one that eventually takes out. Um, Tyrese, Tyrese, right? And then we see his one of the twin brothers there on the bed, dead. Yeah. But as they are opening the gate, I don't know if you noticed, but we see his other twin brother, who is a zombie, who gets his head shot, chopped off. Did you guys see that? No, I thought there was. I thought the, one of the brothers. I thought the both twins were in the room. There was the one, the bit Tyrese that got the the jet in that, the eye. That was, was the little the, brother. But there wasn't there a second one already in the bed. There was one that in the was, bedroom, That was right? the twin. Yep, that was the other twin. But then... No, no, you know, no. I mean, there was, one, there was one bumping against the door, right? Did they ever open that door? No, huh? No, so was that one of the twins, or was that just coincidence? If you go back, look, in, look into the um, where they open the gate when they're trying to leave, and then you'll see them there. Um, and I thought that was kind of neat, because it took me a second to realize what I was looking at, and by the time I brain-processed it, they had already cut off his head. I thought what had happened was is Tyrese went in the room and he saw he saw a kid dead in the bed and he didn't right. think much of it. Then he looked at the photo and he said, oh, my God, there's two of them. And he realized one of them is still around. And that's why his eyes wide when he saw there were two kids. And then the zombie kid bit him. But that was much a much younger child. Oh, I yeah. But, but, but Norma, the thing that got me was was whenever he was looking at the photos, it didn't dawn on me. I really thought that it was... Uh, uh, just Noah walking up. I was like, you know, they're trying to psych us out, and, and you know, I was right. I, for a split second. I was like, you know, I'm too cool to fall for that. And then, bam, that motherfucker bit him. I was like, dude, man, I was totally shocked. Uh, before we get into too many details, I, d- I did want to say this one. One of the big pros and cons uh, of this episode of The Walking Dead. Uh, the con, the thing that I didn't like was was we had half of the cast hidden again. 
Yeah. Uh, like like the first part of the season. But the the very big pro is something that we have complained about. I've seen on social. The one big complaint about The Walking Dead is they never time jump. And they time jump 500-mile uh, yeah. drive, which, and, uh, which was uh, awesome. It, Nicotera said 17 days. And I, I remember I said this to someone earlier in the day. I said, uh, they're going to head to Washington. If we have to watch for seven episodes, like a 900-mile uh, a drive, and, and I was like, they better not do that. And then immediately they're like, okay, 500 miles in a time jump. And I was like, oh, fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. I think They're I 100 it. miles away now. But now that now they'll spend seven episodes walking the last 100 miles. Right, right. I think I hear a, maybe a, a spigot. Yeah? I heard a drip. <laughs> it's probably coming out of my nose. But one of the things I wanted to ask is, all right, they time jumped, uh, you know, all that distance from Georgia all the way up to Richmond. How, how do you think Morgan's going to play back into it? You know, with the markings on the tree, is all that just going to be forgotten? Uh, what, what were the marks on the tree? Did they ever explain what those even were? No. They said they were supposed to explain that at the beginning of last season, at the, at the beginning, that we would find out the reasons behind the marking. They never got any explanation for those markings. Yeah, because they re-showed... It was in The Talking Dead. They re-showed the last episode from, like, December, from the last run, and the last scene is Morgan following those markings to the church. And then he, find, he, he knows where they're going because he finds that map that says yeah. the, the world's going to need Rick Rhyme. So he knows he's going to head there and I'm sure he'll run into them at some point. So it's, uh, you know, I was just wondering, you know, I mean, ho- hopefully get an explanation for that because, you know, they went into detail showing all those carvings and stuff. Yeah, but The yeah. Walking Dead's bad for uh, leaving stuff like that. It's not like lost bad, but it, it does some things. Yeah. Like, who, who, remember, remember all the, uh, uh, when the governor found his new army, they had the whole, all those people they found dead in the woods, like, like signs on them that were like, slut, and all that stuff, and yeah. they never explained any of that. And, but it's like, I guess you're not supposed to know. It's just the world's so batshit at this point. Like, last night, they opened up the back of the truck, and all those corpses missing their arms and legs poured out. Like, well, what was that about? Right. Well, that doesn't and, matter. Well, the Does torsos it? were in the field that uh, – the torsos of those bodies were the ones that Michonne was looking at when she was trying to – when she walked out into that field. You could see all the torsos that were left, and they shoved the bodies in that, that truck. In there, to get them to convince them to stay, yeah. Because you could see where they were all cut off at that – at the end. And they all had W's on the forehead, right? Oh, I didn't notice. That I didn't notice. What was that? Walker instead of the A, like Esther Prynne on... <laughs> I don't know. On, uh, what is that called? And, ah! And, I, and I'm going to say it. Uh, being that they're up closer to that, and, and you know, they saw that last night. Uh, you know, and, and a little spoiler from the comic, but do you think we're seeing signs of Negan early? Yeah, I, I think that's the bait. I think the baseball bat thing. I think that's that's a hint that Negan's showing up soon. Well, I'm, talking I think about, season- I'm talking about the busted gate, the torsos. You know, this, somebody badass has been through there for sure. Yeah, and yeah. Not, well, not to mention also, as we said in the in the poster, you see those smokestacks that were clearly like they, they every detail of that poster they thought out. So those, it's like why would they put a place that looks just like Negan's place in the in the poster? You know, and then the baseball bat thing. I think I think season six is going to be the Negan season or whatever. Uh, Amrev says, "Yeah, there was W's on the forehead." Hmm, I so, so Amrev, what, I mean, what does that mean? 
I'm going to put it in chat because they're on delay. Um, one of the parts I want to talk about is when, you know, Tyrese is going through this moment and you see one of the girls just hold his hand. And he gives, you know, they're like, both of them are holding his hand. And then you go to the next scene where they're like, holding still. And, you know, Rick chops off his arm. I thought that was actually really well put together. That was cool. Yeah, the, ed- the was editing was genius last night. Oh, yeah, and there was a lot of good editing like that, Norma. You know, from, you know, even the way that the zombie bit him, you know, the way that they had him blurred out in the back. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think last night, for me, was... I, I, it was probably one of my favorite episodes. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, um, oh, shit, I had a whole point. I don't remember what the fuck it was. <laughs> it was about him pulling the arm. Oh, what's up with Noah? Do you think Noah... Annoying things he does, and they just it's just bad writing, is where he's running out the door. And even I thought, why has Noah not found Rick and them yet? He's been, he left like 20 minutes ago, and they find him just underneath a chair hiding on the patio from the zombies. And it's just that type of stuff is bad writing to me because it makes a character look like a look just look pathetic. Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute, that yeah. all this time passed. I don't think that much time passed. That's why we kept looking at the clock that was saying ten minutes after. What was that eleven? Uh, so, so like when when they were walking around, that was what was happening at the same time yes. as when he was. So maybe maybe to them it was like five seconds later, but to the, to the audience, it seemed like. Well, maybe if you didn't spend 20 minutes cowering on the patio, you could have gotten Rick and them there sooner and you could have saved Tyrese. Right. I think it was just showing you time um, because we kept seeing the same time. You know what I mean? It was all a matter of seconds, I believe is what they were trying to show. You want to know Walking Dead Insider that I saw the other day? Do you know what the clocks represent on the Walking Dead? No, tell me. Do you know, Ted? No. Do you know, Gabe? I don't. All the clocks, the way that they always show them through The Walking Dead, always shows what season it is and what episode it is. Always on The Walking Dead. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. So it was 5.01? Or 5, or no, not 5.09? There's like 11.10 or something. Yeah, something like that. 5.31? Well, this is episode 9. So it'd be mm-hmm. five, uh, 5.09. 5.09. 5.09. That's kind of uh, interesting. So, so, you know, if you go back and watch... Yeah, Freeman Mommy showed me a thing on Facebook the other the other day, and it was 10 things you, you probably don't know about The Walking Dead, and the clocks were one of them. And, uh, you know, it showed it showed different episodes and stuff like that, you know, to where they kept true to it. So, you, you know, I'm going to watch it again tonight. I've only seen it me once. Me too. You know, just being that, that The Walking Dead is on Sunday nights, you know, I, I really wish I had a chance to watch it, one, for fun, and two, for bullet points. You know, back... Back when ZombieCast first started and we were not live, we would do it like on a Thursday night so I could watch it, and then I would get 10 bullet points, you know, in order for it. So maybe we could start doing that, Ted and Norma, is uh, whenever we're watching, maybe we could do, uh, maybe each one of us do five bullet points. All right, sounds good. Or something I mean, like I that. used to take notes down for Breaking Bad when we did the Breaking Bad cast, and I would sit there and have my little notebook and write everything down. Do it I don't up, Norma. Listen. Do it up. Do the bullet points. That, oh. Yeah, that, that way we don't leave nothing out. But uh, all right, well, let's get to where you know Tyrese was bitten. Uh, when they reached uh, Noah's old, old village, uh, they realized that it had been overrun run with zombies. Somebody had knocked the gate down. Uh, also in chat, they said uh, on the wall. On the wall in there, it says wolves are close. Wolves are close, which means the wolves are representing something. Somebody's close to the neighborhood, and then all the torsos did have W's on it. So is this some new, maybe, gang guys? 
the wolves. <laughs> I mean, because they did say wolves are close, and then you know, with all the W's on the foreheads, does that represent anything, Gabe? You think? I think I, I honestly think at the end of the season of this one, we're really going to see a glimpse of Negan, whether it be the the Lucille bat or we see uh, the leather jacket or something. I really think he has something to do with this. Yeah. Do you think this this whole there's seven episodes left? Do you think they're going to spend six of those episodes just walking as we feared, uh, walking to where Negan is, and he will show up in the last like episode, and then next season will be his season, the all out wars season yeah i think so because I, I i have a fear that like I, and I was talking to somebody about this i said like I, I think people in general are tired of what the walking dead it's just walking through woods that's what the show is and it it's but it's like after five seasons it's like all right and this and even they showed a scene for next week and it was just the group walking down the wooded street the, the are- same stretch of road they've been walking down for five seasons at least now we know they are placed in richmond virginia so wherever the comic books go, because I have not read them, so this is still new to me, they are, I know you guys have talked a lot about Alexandria, Virginia. So now, Richmond is not that far from Alexandria. You know, it's, well, I would say it's several hours away from it. But we're much closer now. Right. But, but to you, whatever's going to go down that yeah. you guys are all on the in about. Right. Well, you know, we heard whenever they made the prison set, Norma, that uh, you know the prison set, you know they put a million dollars into it, blah 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 blah. You know that you know they're going to be at the prison for a while. You know so much coin. I love was how they. Uh, first of all, I love how they act like that's a ton of money for the creators of The Walking Dead, who probably made a billion dollars off this thing. Yeah, they put a million dollars in it. But, but what I'm saying, Ted, me and you, we stood before the new set of The Walking Dead. We've 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 seen Alexandria. And it looks like they built a freaking community college. I mean, you know, it's, yeah. it's not like just a small set, guys. I mean, I bet they spent $10 million or more on the set of Alexandria, man. You know, and then they were building that new church. Evidently, the church is going to be something iconic because it was kind of set by itself in that field. Maybe like it could burn or something. Uh, then we saw the like Father Gabriel's church over on the left. But, but the, the town of Alexandria, just the fence around it, that rusty fence. Ted, dude. Tell them, man. I mean, there's a lot of coin in this. So I think they're going to be in Alexandria more than just a couple episodes. Uh, that'll be the whole. I, I'm telling you, that's the, there's going to be a whole season. We've had the prison season, we had the farm season. There's going to be a whole. It's like, you know, you know what the show is. It's walk to a place, and you stay at the place, and then it goes bad, and they leave the place, and they walk to another place, and that's what the show is. So I think, I think that's the next place. I think that makes sense in a way. You know what I mean? I mean, if you if your camp breaks apart, then you have to, and rebuilding is not an option. Then you have to move on. You know, you know what I kind of want, Ted, Gabe, and Norma, and, mm-hmm. and it's something that, that sometimes we complain about. But I would like to see them reach Alexandria, and have like two episodes of just to where they sleep nice, they sleep comfortable. They all no, get a shower. Too. They all get it. Well, yeah, they all get a shower, but but you know, to where it's a little bit of like the Patriot with Mel Gibson. You know, whenever they're in the town, you know, there's a town square, you know, they're having a festival. You know, and a safe place cuz we saw Alexandria, no zombie would get over those gates. So it's definitely got to be a super safe place. But I, like, I yeah. I would just like I, to have like a not a sitcom, but like a Absolutely. Maybe I'm not, like maybe a peace of mind like type of episode. Yeah, just, like to, yeah, with no zombies. You, you guys show no zombies. Just let them get there. Uh, have a fiesta. Maybe, maybe, fuck, some fireworks. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Just something. 
Maybe Rick gets laid. Normal. Maybe Rick gets laid. <laughs> you know, I I like that idea. I would like to see that. You know, I know that they're going to have to start moving on eventually, but I like to see, and I don't know if I mentioned this before, but like for them to create a civilization and do kind of like the postman and the postman start sending out, you know, people trying to reach out other people and bring them to their, their little, um, village there, you know what I mean? And try to repopulate and try to take over everything back. Yeah, I, I do love the idea. Yeah, I, it'd, be, it'd be cool to have a sort of their episode where they all get clean. They need to reset. They're so filthy at this point. They do need to reset how filthy they are. You know, back to like, okay, you're all clean. You've all shaved. Daryl gets a haircut. Uh, you know, they just they shave it all off. And I also want to say that, uh, Norma, that is the first time that anyone has referenced the Postman probably ever. So congratulations. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. And, you know, the way that Alexandria was represented in the books and from what we saw, Ted, I, I really like, like even though whenever, you know, whenever there was Woodbury, there was always the guys with the guns. You're looking out for zombies. But for me, Alexandria looks like it's going to be a place to where, you know what, we don't have to have people looking out for zombies because we're safe. You can sleep calm. You know, let's get drunk. You can be drunk and pass that in the grass, and nothing's going to get you because we are safe. And then, and, th- well, and then in the comics, past. you know, Alexander's, you know, and I'm, I'm just going to quote the shot heard around the world is uh, Alexandria. I think, well, they got to figure out a way to get Rick and them to have peace of mind where they're not, compl- as they should be suspicious of everybody, that they're, they don't show up to a place like that and they're still, you don't have, you don't need your guns here. I'm keeping my gun, you know, and they're just completely suspicious of everything. Like they were with Terminus. Like, yeah, Terminus ended up being a bad place. But you, like I've said, from the point of view of the Terminians, where the hell they're called, it's like these people just climbed over their back wall and then aimed guns at them and then totally acted like thugs when they showed up. So, I mean, um, yeah, I don't know what you do to get them to kind of relax and say, no, like legit, this is a real place. And, but uh, I think that part of the season's coming where they're going to have that relaxed so that at the end of season five, that's when the shit, that's when you'll get introduced to, to Negan. And then that's when the, sh- the next season will go into the all out war season. Yeah. Doomplay I really says, think that's coming. Doomplay I, I, said he just checked it. It's 509 on the clock. Yes. So. Cool. Sorry, Gabe. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, 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 no. I, I, like I was, and what another thing I was saying is, why put out that poster for the trailer with those smokestacks if, if, on a second part of the season when you, when a lot of fans know what's coming. I mean, it's kind of like a hint for people that know the comics, and then it, it gives, uh, it gives them some hope that at the end of the season something's coming. So I think I think we're gonna get the, uh, the little th- them kind of relaxing for a little bit, and then at the end I think. Of this season, we're gonna get. Um, Dude, we'll, we'll get we'll get Negan. All right, we, we've got seven episodes left. Right, mm-hmm. I say I say next week is a travel episode. It would be nice if they found Alexandria, and we had three comfortable, no zombies at all, episodes uh, that, that that are just that are written well. It's good cinematography, good directing, and then boom, Negan is shown, goes back in the woods. And we know we, you know what I'm saying? I, I, dude, I think we could get Negan, you know, and I know that it would be public. But The Walking Dead, they've kept some secrets, man. The whole Tyrese thing, man, took everybody by storm. Yeah, I was out of nowhere. So, Upstairs. Yeah, well, to kill a main character off in the oh, first no. episode is kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, but, but you know, I mean, I, I, I think 
I think if Negan was cast, I think they could keep it a secret. Just tell IMDb, look. Well, you know, not even, don't even tell IMDb. What? Guys, what if Matt is not here because he's now filming his secret role as Negan on The Walking Dead? Ted, I'm Negan. Eh? secrets. What if Matt plays Negan? What if when he was down in Walker Stalker, they saw him and they're like, we, you got something, kid. We want you to play Negan. Hey, I got a bat, eh? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I don't got a bat, but I got a hockey stick, eh? Do you think Negan could have a hockey stick instead? Sure, whatever you want, kid. Ah, right, he's got a hockey stick there. <laughs> How great would that be if Matt Bradford played Negan? Poor Matt. Yeah. Gotta get him a little um, raccoon hat. Yeah, truthfully. But, uh, alright guys, whenever Tyrese got bit, we started seeing a lot of the old cast members. Was that his conscience, his guilty conscience of things that he failed? Was it the angels coming? What, what was it, Norma? You know, I don't know. I want to say that it was maybe um, a little bit of good versus evil in there because he's seeing a lot of nice things. You know, the girls are saying, let go. It's okay to let go. There's nothing wrong with letting go. Oh, but at the same time, it makes me feel like he's fighting himself because then you see the governor who's saying, you promised, you made... You made this deal that, you know, you were going to pretty much stay on my side and all, all these things. Hold so your keep. It, yes, you gotta exactly. You got to keep. got to hold your keep. So maybe it was him, like, you know, because he's got such a strong will of saying, I'm going to live, I'm going to live, you know. And then, but there was a part of him that was just done with it and said, you know what, maybe letting go is not fair Are you you a little surprised that after all this, that they didn't have that girl? Like, even though we barely knew who she was, there was an entire love story. Karen. Love story that took place off screen between seasons that Tyrese has never been able to get past it. He brings it up, but it's very shallow to me as a viewer because we never saw it. Like, Mm -hmm. this girl was in two episodes, and we're like, yeah, that that harrowing love story that happened between seasons we didn't see, but you can't get past. But I'm surprised they didn't have that character show up as one of the ghost things telling him it's okay? Didn't that they should have had her come up at the end and like grab him and say it's time or something like that. Like yeah, the like, last like, person like, to show up would have been when great. He's dead. Yeah, totally. It did, I don't know why they, they missed that. Me they Ted, did miss that. Me and Ted was hanging out and Karen walked up, dude. And, and dude, it's like we had known really? her for years. Really? When'd that happen? Did I miss something? Uh, never mind. That was first Walker Stalker. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't remember <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I thought I met something cool, someone cool that I didn't. No, nah, me and Matt uh, talked to her for a long time, dude. Nobody was talking to her. She's like, "Hey guys, you want to dance?" She asked us to dance. Really? I was like, I don't dance. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she, she did. Dance. You should. You, you should have said, "My my heart belongs to another woman, Judith O'Day." <laughs> yes, Judith O'Day was in there too. But uh, but yeah. But if she, what what if Judith O'Day asked you to dance? Shoot, I'd eat it. What are you talking about? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Whoa, 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 Sean, this is a children's show. <laughs> a little nibble here, a little nibble there with a little bit of salt and pepper. I, I'd like to invite Judith O'Day over for Roast Christmas. beef. What, <laughs> <laughs> Gabe? But, you know, Norma, yeah, I, I really felt like, for me, on that scene, I felt like that he failed the governor. I think mentally he's like, you know what? I didn't hold my keep. I, I failed him in every way. I failed the guy that I didn't kill. You know, I didn't kill him, and he killed Bob, and Bob is here you know, so, Ted, what do you but, think but, that well, was? But then Bob was like, Bob was like, well, no, I'd have been killed anyway because I got me, me getting bitten by that zombie had nothing to do with anything you did, which is true. 
So Bob was there. It was like it was like the the angel and the devil on your shoulders type of thing. Where Bob's like, no, no, don't listen to him because I was bitten. I was already dead when that happened. You know. Did but, you? Can plus the, the governor. Hear us? He, me. No, the feed. Sorry. Go ahead, Ted. Oh, and plus, and plus, he said to the governor. I mean, he said, "When I told you I, I would do my keep, I, I didn't know who you were," which is true. Right. Like, he didn't know the governor was a raging lunatic when he said, "I'll, fo- I'll follow you, sir." I think he was strong. He was not giving in easily. Oh, that's you. That was me. That's me. Because Jedi Light says I think I'm spot on with the whole, you know, the governor, and then, oh gosh. You know, what's what's the other guy he let go? You know what I mean? And he's going back and forth. Jared was his... I can't remember his name. Um, you know, that it's like the little, the little devil on one side of the shoulder and then the little angel on the other side of the shoulder. You know, and he's having like this, this battle of wills. You know, let go, don't let go, let go, don't let go kind of idea. Let it go, let it let go. Let it go. Let me pull Subsy in because Subsy was. Oh, something. good God! Anybody, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, you doing good, Gabe? I'm doing great, man. Can I just uh, say while we bring Subsy in, one of the things that I really liked was at the beginning how you see the little the house frame and the blood slowly like drip. Mm-hmm. Yes. I just thought the consistency, you know, the thickness of the liquid and the slow drip getting a little steadier. I thought that was kind of cool, actually. Is yeah. that morbid? Yeah, well, it was, like, yeah. A, it was well, like, like a picture of the American dream, Norma. It was the mill house. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it was like a house that, like, the perfect family lived in. You know, like our grandparents. Yeah, they lived in, like, a mill, like, just a basic house, went to work. Yeah. They ate cornbread. They ate corn. They ate be you know what i'm saying they had the dog it was like for me it was like a portrait of like the a perfect house of the Amer- like like the american the american dream and with blood being spilled on it but i just thought that was really neat i mean they really got the consistency of blood you know because blood is liquid but it's it's still thick and i just thought like the drips were well you're starting to sound a lot like the lakeshore strangler there normal yeah for <laughs> real all right so hey good. i had to plug my headset in sorry no, good. Uh, you know, we want some other point of views, man. Subsy, how did you feel about last night? And what, what were you just saying in chat about... Uh, you were saying... Where's it at? Which part? Uh, the governor still rules. Yeah, Tyler oh, yeah, should have been one of those gladiators. <laughs> oh, the governor's still man. the man. Oh, yeah, I, what I was saying is, you remember the end of Gladiator when he saw his wife and his kid and he had his hand across the wheat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They should have had that. What's-her-face from the prison would have been up there. That would have been good. To see you. Do you agree, Sub Z, that they have done nothing to make me care about the Karen relationship because we never saw any of it? But they no, bragged- it's just he was just really pissed off she was dead. I mean, that lasted about two episodes, didn't it? Basically, he had the one where he met her, and then the but second he's, he's where still she been, he's up. still he's still been talking about it for uh, over a year now, and I'm like, I I don't know anything about this relationship. I never saw any. Yeah, of he it. was the horn dog taking the flowers. He's like, going to get some, going to get, and that's when she was gone. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I love the, well, you know what? Tyresha died a long time ago because, I mean, he was hugging her, kissing her, doing whatever with her, and she was infected with what, whatever crazy flu they had. <laughs> you know, I have to say, the more I think about it, I think maybe the symbolism was not more about his, you know, his, like, love affair, but more of his take on life, living or dying. And each of these people that 
you know, we saw had a very deep impact as far as trauma, I guess. Right. Because, you know, here, here's Lizzie where they had to go and they had to kill her. You know, it wasn't like she died traumatically. They had to kill her. I mean, it was Carol in the end, but then there's even the reference where the governor, not, not the governor, I don't think it was the governor, but they reference how, you know, you forgave her. Maybe it was the governor. You forgave her. Well, you shouldn't have forgiven her. You know, yeah, the, those were really, really <laughs> traumatic experiences where it was a matter of life or death situations. Whereas, you know, his love interest, that was not a life or death situation, even though she was killed. But I think that was a side story that that didn't have anything to do with his will to make through this and survive, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think he ever loved Karen. I think he was. Maybe he didn't. I Maybe just he, he, her he was head over heels so, for her, man. I don't think he, he never loved her. You never loved her, Tyrese. Yeah, he acupuncture walking with his flowers, and he jumps up and he clicks both of his heels together to the right. Like woo yeah. woo woo. <laughs> I just put right now. I wonder if they couldn't bring the actress who played Karen to come back on just Maybe for that episode. That could be possible too. And they just figured, well, maybe... Uh, well, they could have put anybody could have come in there. You could have thrown Norma in there, and I'd have said, oh, I guess that's Karen. I don't know. I don't remember what she looked like. Uh, Karen was hot. She was beautiful. Like a Latino? Oh, she was beautiful, but, you know, I just... It was... She wasn't there. It was a deliberate decision as to why. I'm not sure. But I, I think, if anything, I think it was more... For situations with people, he was hand-on-hand combating for survival. True. So, and I, and I, Jedi says, I really need to watch this episode again. And I think as soon as we get off here, I'm going to be sitting down and rewatching this episode. Because there's just so many little details. Like, I didn't see the W on there. And I want to go back and I want to see the twin in the gates at the end, you know, yeah, as they it, open that up. Because Matt is, yeah, he's going to want to do a quick review next week before we talk about the episode too. So, I, dude, I, I'm def, I'm fiending for it. I, I, I I'm going to bounce the show and then uh, I'm, I'm going to watch it in detail tonight because last night I, I was just dumbfounded by the events that happened with Tyrese's death. No way. I mean, I, I mean, that, there was no rumors or nothing that I saw. So, did anybody have any hint, notion? No. Saying it. All right, an- another thing that I heard on a couple of shows today that I want to ask you guys about, they were uh, they said it was a good episode. For one, they said the actor, Chad Coleman, was terrible. He didn't bring the true Tyrese to life. Do you think that's fair? Yeah, because him know. and Rick were best friends back at the prison in the comic books. Well, that's, that's the writing, though, I think. They never yeah. really established that. I mean, I thought he was fine for a TV. If you've never read a comic book at all, I thought he was excellent in the part, but I never read the comic, so I don't yeah. know. Well, see, the Me comic, too. he was an ex-NFL player, and he's the type of person you could put into a room with 200 zombies, and he'd be sitting there on the picnic bench waiting for you to unlock the door so he could get out with 200 dead zombies there. Well, they did that, really. When he was in the car and he was waiting and he almost wanted to commit suicide, they got out with that hammer and just beat 50 of them. He was swarmed by them. You remember that? Yeah, scene? yeah. yeah. What, where was it? The gym in the comics? Did you read the comics, Gabe? Yes, I did. What Wasn't it like the gym? And they thought he was dead, and then uh, all of a sudden he was knocking at the door after yeah. they went by a lot of zombies. Yeah. It's and, been a while since I read that. Yeah. Uh, but that was... That's I think that's the way it went. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler, <sighs> mega spoiler. Uh, in the comics, uh, 
Tyrese was killed, I think, by the governor. He he, he was killed the same way Herschel. Yeah. They, they gave yeah. they gave Herschel yeah. Tyrese's death. Yeah. To do that, you know, I just remembered something that when we see Bob and he's seeing Bob, you know, he made a comment that it was meant to happen. This is the way it's supposed to happen. I was bitten at the food bank, so we had we had actually thought that in previous um, shows that we've done, and they they just confirmed it for us that night or yesterday in that scene that he was bitten at the food bank. Yeah, that he was bitten at the well, food bank. I always assumed yeah. he was because he got tackled by the zombie there. Yeah, I, thought, I mean, we I thought, thought that, said that, but it was earlier. never showed to us, and that's why he <laughs> started crying in that one other scene. But it was never verbally said yeah. to us because then, you know, Garrett and his crew came and, you know, got him from there, you know. Oh, my God. Garrett was so dreamy. <laughs> Tainted me. All right, Ted, this, this is a very serious question. It's going to seem uh, dumb. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. <laughs> Every time I see Bob Stuckey, right, yeah. no, no matter where he's at, me and you went to Walker Stalker, and we got hooked on that that Carl. What, what, what was that song? Oh, dirt, 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 dirt. Carl Papa. Carl Papa. But the people that made that made a lot of videos, and I swear, dude, every time I see Bob Stuckey, dude, I, I, I picture him speaking in that Kermit voice. Kerm, do you remember? Oh, 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 yeah, because he, yeah, 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 because it's the lip sync people, and he, whenever they have Bob Stuckey dubbed, he's like, hey, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly like that. Yeah, like, like, dude, but every time I see, man, I sort of, it's just, I've watched his videos so much, man, I'm kind of sad that his voice doesn't come out like that. Like the Chicky Jar Jar dude, dirt, 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 dirt. Yeah, we I heard that song a few too many times that weekend. Yes, yes. Have you guys heard this God. song? Oh, yeah. I only heard it because you mentioned it. That I would have never known about that song. They that they they had that just blasting that whole weekend, and then when it wasn't blasting, like somebody would start like Matter's wife or somebody would start singing it. It's like, good lord, can't get away from this song. The jiggy yeah. jar jar too. Dirt, 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 dirt. I want to say that I was reading in our chat that Matt had told us a little while ago that. MJ had reminded him that our Walker Stalker Nicotero said that episode nine of season five was one of the best he had done. So, you know, they had already done this and they had already talked about it. So they were very excited about it. But I have to oh. say, just the, the cinematography on that was, was fantastic. Oh, yeah. did, you, did you watch the Talking Dead, Greg Nicotero? Yeah, he, he had a, he had a, a voicemail from Daryl Dix, or excuse me, Norman Reedus that he played on the show. You yeah, see that? Like it was an awesome. It. I was watching it, but I didn't finish yeah, it. He said, "He's like Norman Reedus called me after the episode aired, and this is an actual voicemail he left, <laughs> and he put the phone up to his uh, his mic, and it was like, oh my god, man, that's you're a genius. The episode was incredible. It's this Daryl Dixon <laughs> screaming his head off over the phone. <laughs> um, and like, and there's another thing he said that uh, I this is early, about like 20 minutes ago. I said there was something I wanted to say, and I forgot. I remembered what it was." They had something he said on the show that uh, – he said on The Talking Dead that I don't think is a big deal. But it was like – was this an inadvertent slip-up? Because Greg Nicotero is the executive producer and he directs a lot of it. So he, he knows everything that's ever going to happen on that show probably. Like he knows w- what's going to happen to the end of it. He slipped up and said that Rick Rhymes will be around to the end to the last episode. And I, I caught it. I was like, wait a minute because uh, people say, is it possible they could kill Rick or would they ever do that? Uh, Chris Hardwick said something like, "Come on, you give us something about you can tell us something." And he said, "Like, uh, can you tell us about like like uh, uh, Rick Grimes's fate? Anything?" And he says, "Well, if I did that, I'd have to go all the way to the final episode." 
and I was like, oh, uh-huh. did he did he just inadvertently reveal that that Rick Grimes is in yeah, fact he, unkillable? He was, he was throwing it out there because in the trailer it looks like a zombie's about to bat Rick's arm. And he's like, oh, does he get bitten there or something? You know. Yeah. So you, you heard that too, right? Because I, yeah. I, I, I'm probably reading too much into it, but he did almost like inadvertently let it slip that no, Rick Grimes will be around to the final final episode five six years from now. Maybe or so. maybe it could be misdirection. I never thought Rick even had a chance of dying. I thought I. I, I, I think I, Rick Daryl. He's going to be around for for the duration of it. I, th- I, I think Rick Daryl Carroll, Michonne, and Carl. I think those five are unkillable. I'm I always thought the show was the story of Rick, pretty much, so, because it starts with him in the hospital yeah. bed, and it's pretty much just followed him. He's mm-hmm. always been the star of it. That's why they have to start like a new world order, and these are like your president, your vice president. <laughs> And all of that, you know, that's why I like the idea of them setting up camp in D.C. and then sending people out to bring people in. And then, you know, they start the new world order. Secretary of Defense Dixon. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Sounds pretty amazing, doesn't it? Vice President Michonne. So so has Matt McFly seen it yet? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't want it to be spoiled for him. But but, uh, he's out of town. he knows we're going to talk about it. Yeah, surely well, if he's been on Facebook, he knows. No, no, he's been staying off Facebook. Yeah, he's been staying off media, you know. And Tiger says if they killed Rick Grimes, The Walking Dead would be done. But I think at I that point, that. if they do that, that they would they would do a spinoff. You know, they would give us a new story. We eventually had to start somewhere. So, you know, why cannot we do that again? With you know, I, new I think people? I think killing Rick would. It's like you, you, they took Michael Scott out of the office, and the show continued, but it was a shell of what it was. This is you know, true. I think getting rid of Rick Grimes, it wouldn't kill the show, but I think it massively hurt the show. Fantasy Island, you couldn't take the the old dude Tattoo? out of it. No, the old, old <laughs> Especially now that we have good psychopath Rick Grimes, where it's like, yeah. oh, this, like I don't like I, I don't think again, I don't think you can kill Rick Grimes. I think Rick Grimes will shoot anybody. Like he said, I, I wanted to shoot Dawn in the face. I didn't even I he, even like he said he even cares. Like I just wanted to kill her. He just wanted to kill He just wanted to kill somebody. Like he knew <laughs> that she had made a mistake and he wanted to just kill her. That's how crazy he's gotten. He really is just walking around looking to shoot people. Uh, the author Amrev in our chat says Rick is good, but by no means is the reason why I watch. Oh no, it's not the total reason, but I, no. I still it's it's like you can hurt something by. What, what? I, I, I just don't get why. I don't think AMC be dumb enough. To, why would they hurt their own brand? If it's like, okay, we can kill Rick, and it's going to be a big, bold thing, but it will hurt the, the brand. Unless uh, if um, Daryl's got the next higher rank, people would want to watch for Daryl. It would yeah. be like having uh, no Walter White in a Breaking Bad episode. Like him die before so the season So it would just be ended. Jesse instead? Yeah, it can't. That, that wouldn't have. No one would watch and, it. And, and we all know when they have an episode that's just about Daryl, they don't hold up. They're, it's, it's like I said one time, Daryl Dixon is Chewbacca, where everybody loves Chewbacca. He sucks at acting, man. Everybody so you're saying that Chewbacca. if Jean-Luc Picard died, you know... Um, yeah, Commander Riker. Yeah, the Riker Starship wouldn't be <laughs> to command the uh, Enterprise. Well, my point is, if you if you didn't have Han Solo walking around with Chewbacca, Chewbacca would be unbearable and shitty to watch. But people well, for like one, him. You wouldn't understand what he was saying. Anyway. Yeah, and Daryl, and as I said, Daryl even has a crossbow like Chewbacca. Daryl Dixon's the is everybody loves. He's a lovable and adorable, and we love Chewbacca and Daryl Dixon. But they have to have Han Solo and Rick Grimes with them. Yeah. Yeah. 
Which, I, you know, for me, I, I honestly think this, and I talk to Freeman Mommy about it all the time. Uh, you know, Chad Coleman Tyrese was a fantastic actor, I thought. Rick Grimes, Andrew Lincoln is a fantastic actor. And sometimes Carol. Other than that, it's like they just hired people off the streets, I think. For me. <laughs> I, I really I think, think that. Like, Daryl Dixon, uh, Norman Reese, I mean... It, it, I'm, is that the acting's terrible? I mean, like, like even when he says a word, it's almost like like he's struggling just to point his fingers, and move it, you know, like like to make sure he's bobbing his head. I, there's, <laughs> there's too much into it. Too much. Gr- Rick Grimes is. I mean, Andrew Lincoln's uh, his acting is like well, you feel like he wants. to I rip think your they should give us a test. Out. They should give us an episode where they kill him off, but we only come to realize that it is somebody a hallucinating. Dream. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, oh my God. That. I mean, I think a lot of people would probably soil themselves watching that episode. Talk about breaking the internet. Right. That would, dude. But if they done a dream sequence the first ten minutes, and had him just bit, kind of like Tyrese, his like his thigh bit, or him bit in the side. Oh my God! Imagine social. I mean, I'm surprised. He would start a frenzy, and you know, ended that way where he's bitten, and then starting the next one to only realize somebody's. Dreaming this, I mean, we we have nightmares in general here or there. So why couldn't someone in the middle of this tragedy have a nightmare and that be it? Our nightmares don't fuck with millions of viewers, though. <laughs> sure, they can. That we're gonna make it that way. We gotta talk to Nicotero. <laughs> I, I'm I'm trademarking this idea. Nobody take it. But I'm yeah, telling imagine you, they did that the whole episode, and then right at the end, we find out it was a dream sequence. The last thing is Daryl Dixon's eyes open. <laughs> it was all a dream, and it looks over like Rick's just over there like polishing his gun dude i'm like, telling oh. you a dream sequence guys if they just did like a 10 minute dream sequence if people really people really thought that norman Reedus was dead it would <laughs> it would be bigger than jr getting shot i think because people still talk about jr yeah. getting JR shot on, from dallas from dallas exactly <laughs> go me you could ask a lot of young people and be like, you know, what about when JR got shot? And they, and they would be like, on Dallas? Dude, I'm telling you, if they did a, a sequence like that, they, you're right. I mean, I, I'm surprised that they just don't be like, let's, let's fuck with them. Let, let's do it. And I mean, it would shake the earth. It honestly would. God, I would love that. If if we ever meet uh, Nick Terry again, dude, I'm gonna ask him. You know, why not a dream sequence for the first ten minutes? Just just to, just to see how. For I think it would help the ratings. I think Walking Dead would explode that night so big that it, that'd be, make headlines. Like Walking Dead trolls audience. You know, and, and plus, I, but I think just yeah, because you saw like last night. It's like you can't get away from it. Oh my God, they killed Tyrese. Imagine if they killed Rick or Daryl. And I'm talking, do it at the, do it right at the start of the episode so they can watch this batshit craziness unfold on, online oh, during man. the episode. The more you guys talk about it, that would be so sweet if that I'm like five, you five minutes into the episode. Like a week to, Rick, I'm, I'm, Rick I'm, dies. You have Rick die in the cold open before the credits. You know, they just have that like five minute scene before the credits. Rick bites it in that five minute scene. All right, all right. Imagine Nick this. Tarot, if you take this idea, you better give me some credit. <laughs> all right, imagine this. It comes on. There's a battle scene, and they even. They, they show him getting killed. They show him shoveling the dirt. And also, Norman Reedus, you know, kind of like, <gasps> you know, wakes up. You know, God, that that would be awesome. Now, you got to go farther than that. You got to go like 30 minutes into hand. the episode. No, no. I would wait an entire week. I, I'd wait till the I next wait an week to show week. it was a dream. I agree. <laughs> because then you would start like a serious frenzy for a week. 
I don't know if they can get away with it for a whole week, though. Would you I even know. have Rick Grimes come on The Talking Dead to talk about how his character was killed off? Oh, I mean, Andrew Lincoln. Yeah. So, yeah, he could eulogize I mean, himself like he does everybody else. I had wished I had seen the commercial on the Super Bowl. I guess it was a car commercial. Was it Chrysler? That was showing you a stadium, and all of a sudden, like, it showed you, like, the satellite kind of breaking up, and the screen went black. And it scared the living life out of oh, people I, watching. Oh, I know the one. Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, people are. I stupid. wish I had seen that because I, I think I, I would that. have like had an accident on the floor. That's the shock value that I like. I mean, we this would be an awesome storyline for one episode at the very. People last. are extremely but, dumb, and you remember the ads that used to have cockroaches walking across the TV, and they're like, people were mad because they broke their televisions, <laughs> throwing things at them to kill these fake. Roaches. <laughs> I'm like, look, whether the roach is real or not, you still threw something at your TV screen. Right? It, it's, I mean, it's just because the roach was fake. Bliss. You were going to break the screen no matter what, dumbass. That would, you know, be, so, that would be awesome, though. But the, I saw the ad you're talking about, Norman, I, and I knew immediately this is a big joke to piss people off. And I'm sure many people were like, oh, my God. I mean, just like <laughs> with the Super Bowl, right? I was seeing this the other day. People want to win the... They want to win the ad war at the Super Bowl. You put Jeff Bridges in the dude outfit and do a dude five, two-minute commercial, 30-second <laughs> commercial, that'll shake the earth. I think. Do y'all like the Big Lebowski? Of course. The Big Lebowski. Imagine if they dressed him up in the sweater and the stretchy pants and the jelly shoes, dude, and he done a 30-second commercial. That must have been so awesome. So, so awesome. He was on Conan the other day, and he actually had his jelly shoes. They're his, oh, the, the, the shoes, the outfits the dude wore were Jeff Bridges' actual clothes. He basically, That's basically great. Has, he's basically become the dude. Really? Or he was. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Dang, dude. I wish I'd have known that. I'm going to have to look that up, Jeff Bridges. Oh, it's, go, it's gonna, go to teamcoco.com, and he's, they, they should. That's the thing about the internet now, Sean. You, can, you, don't, you, never, you never really miss anything. What did we do when we were kids? And there was, we, I mean, you know, that's it. before VCRs, I mean. Encyclopedia Britannica. That's I, rem- how I, re- I got my information. I remember when I was a kid, I used to watch Wonder Woman, right? With, mm-hmm. uh, who was it? Uh, Linda, uh, Linda, uh, Linda Evans. Linda Carter. Linda Carter. And there was, there was an owl that they showed on one of the episodes. <laughs> there was an owl in a tree. And I, and I remember, I was like, holy cow, there's an owl. I've never, uh, for some reason, I want to see the owl. And I missed that shit. And I, today, yeah. I have not seen the Alver. You know. Yeah, dude. As we, I've talked about this with people. Like when I was a kid, if you missed an episode of a show, oh, you it missed over. it. There was no Never. seeing that episode yeah. until a rerun five yep, years. Until the rerun. In five years, but now it's like I remember there was an episode of In Living Color that my dad and I thought was the funniest thing in the world, where Jim Carrey hunts Elvis. And I looked for that episode for years, trying to like. Every time they'd re- I see a, a rerun of a Living Color, I'd tune, hoping it was it. And now you can just go on YouTube. I was like, Dad, look, remember we looked for like five years for the show? Go to YouTube. There it is. Watch it anytime we want now. That's We're spoiled. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty amazing you can do that. That's, I'm surprised that's copyright holders haven't destroyed YouTube yet. Nothing True. can break that. I was thinking about that. <laughs> but look at what they gain off of it, though. You know, like, yeah. like bands have gotten to where... Like, all right, like Taylor Swift, right? Taylor Swift pulled all of her stuff from Spotify and Beats Audio, but she left her videos on YouTube, mm-hmm. which was genius. You know, people can go watch the videos, but they can't. Yeah, I mean, I mean you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, like, her sales have been, like, through the roof because she pulled her stuff from Spotify and left her stuff on YouTube. 
Because video sells music, you know what I mean? Like, like, mm-hmm. like no, you, you cannot like a song and, and watch a video of it, and you're like, man, I'm, I'm sold, man. I love this song because of the video. So, uh, so Gabe, dude, you had a little bit of news that you wanted to talk about uh, before we end the show. Well, it wasn't much. It was just that Emily Kinney um, kind of bounced back after, uh, uh, well, Beth from The Walking Dead, that she's going to appear as a villain in the, uh, in the Flash series that's going on on the CW network right now. Nice, nice. Little, be- little sweet Beth. Little gonna be Beth, a bad yeah. Person? She's going to be a bad guy. <laughs> nice. Oh, I like to see that. Let me see, let me see if I can find her character's name real quick. I think it's something, oh, man. A lot of my best. I, I, I do think it's funny it. that Beth, uh, the, it. I think it's funny that Beth died and we still, we still had to get one more song. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, the song, but the song, Her sending off song. The songs last night were, were actually pretty good, I thought. I liked the songs, actually. I thought they were good. Last night, I don't She's like her. She's probably going to sing in this Flash show, too, I bet you. Maybe. They like, shut just up! Shut up! Oh, my God, shut up! <laughs> All these waves come out of her mouth. <laughs> and buildings fall down. Oh, God. The Flash can't run from that. <laughs> they should have had uh, her start singing last night, and then Tyrese just said, I can't take it anymore, and he pulls out a gun and just finishes there you it. Go. I do have one point about the whole Tyrese death thing, though. I don't know if anybody has thought about this as much as I have. Okay, they, they cut Tyrese's arm off. Right. And then they spend all this time dragging him out. He's, yeah. you know, they drag him down the road. They open a gate full of walkers. They kill all these walkers. He's still bleeding out of this huge nub on his arm. They did nothing he bla- to stop the n- well, Remember, you saw the blanket fall down, and you just see the nub sitting there with a completely open wound just bleeding everywhere. And obviously, they weren't under assault by walkers at the house because they had to break the chain, you know, the chain on the thing to even bring walkers in. So I'm thinking... How come nobody's searching for rope to tie yeah. this thing off? Nobody doctored anything in that like, whole neighborhood or that house you could find. Yeah, that yeah. was kind of dumb. They didn't even try. It's like, wow, did you not expect him to bleed to death on the way right. over? It, they spent. Thir- it would have had to have been at least thirty minutes to get to that car. But and they, also, Rick was on like the they... phone with Carol. Rick is on the phone. Carol said, "We got to get the. We got to cauterize." He was telling Carol on the phone. But it's the not like they were going to a hospital, like you said. Subsy, they should have just stayed put and took care of him. Yeah, Basically, Tyree's dead because of incompetence. Yeah. They were, they just, oh, don't he mind that see. gallon of blood coming out of his arm. Yeah. We'll just keep walking with him. He'll live. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'd like to bring, bring to order the case of Tyrese versus Rick and <laughs> Mr. Grimes. Did you ever think about looking in the cabinets? No, <laughs> there could be Maybe putting there. a Band-Aid on that. Shit, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Why did you tell about a band we, we were also laughing too, and this is something a little touchy issue, but it's so true with the show. We used to make fun of how they always had the token black guy on the show. You had Tyree. I mean, you had T Dog. And then it's like T Dog was the only black guy on that show. And remember when they introduced one new black guy and they instantly killed T Dog off yeah, and let that guy be on the mm-hmm. show? And then that guy was in the show, and the second Tyrese showed up, they instantly killed that black guy. <laughs> this one, it's like, okay, Noah. They introduced, the second Noah, Noah joins the group, they instantly kill off Tyrese. So I, I know there's still Gabriel, Father Gabriel. Yeah, but Father Gabriel's they, only... It's gotten a little like, it is kind of like, are you guys are really feeding into this one token black guy thing. <laughs> you, 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 four, four, three or four times now, when they introduce, when a new black man joins that group, they immediately kill off the previous black man. Is that civil rights like like 
laws in Georgia. I mean, got to be one black guy. It's, I, it's just it's the whole joke, like you know, South Park. Yeah, there's joke. one black kid, and his name is Token Black. Token so, Black. So, I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's just I don't think it's on purpose, but it is like, are y'all thinking that through every time y'all keep doing that? Because it's funny at this point. True. True. But, uh, but guys, I think that's about all we got. You know, it, it was a really good episode. I can't wait to hear what Maddo says about it. Uh, you know, Subsy, I want to thank you for uh, for coming in and giving, oh, not a problem. giving a couple of thoughts about it. Gabe, dude, I don't thank you for Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, yeah, Gabe, you're, you're part of our team. And, you know, like I said, it's, uh, you're in our – you're part of the team. Absolutely. Thanks, well, it, real quick, real quick. She's going to be the bug-eyed bandit. Sounds kind of stupid, but – it's a gender twist on the DC comic character. Just, I just wanted to finish my story from earlier. <laughs> now, this will, you know, so, so just, when does it start? Because I want to see if she can really act. Uh, Kenny will appear in episode 18. I'll, I'll let you guys know. I'll put it up when it's coming. Because yeah. I watched that show we, religiously, so. Does it have the soap opera effect to you, man? I love that show, man. I think out of all the superhero shows, that's but, that but, one's the most superhero show compared to Ar- Arrow. Is really a soap opera type, but no, no, Flash no, no. is like I, the I villain mean, the of the week. Soap opera effect is like, like I quote unquote always say, the green of film. It has that Z Nation look, the sci-fi Mm-mm. look. No, not at all. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Give it, tr- check it out, man. Try the first episode. A couple of them. At the least. commercials look cheesy to me. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I want to see them, but I have to tell you that I'm a Smallville fan. So, you know, um, give it a shot, Norm. If you I like Smallville, watch, I think you'll oh, like this I one. Oh, I love Smallville. Smallville. You'll like this one then. I own alternate seasons, and this is a little tidbit. I have not seen the final season because once I do, it will be officially over in my head. So I refuse to see the last season. I have no idea how Smallville ended. No idea. I just got this message from Eli Sodom. It said, oh, fuck, man. Oh, shit. They killed off Tyrese WTF. <laughs> 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 so I was like, are you watching it? I don't know if it got spoiled or if he's watching it. But, uh, but guys, let's get to the wrap-up show. It's been a you know, and we're going to continue uh, episode two of second half of season five next week. And, and we're going to bring a little more news to you. But, uh, you guys, I hope it keeps, I hope it keeps its stride, man. And uh, good like it was last night because uh, you know I was you know, I, I'm feeling to go in there and watch it a second time, man. That's the way I used to be about The Walking Dead. It kind of slacked off being that hype about it, but you know what? Last night got me hype again. Hopefully it stays <laughs> uh, stays full full strength uh, through the rest of this season. But Mr. Subzy, man, where can people find you? Subzy TX on Twitter. Subzy TX on Twitter, dude. You sold your Call of Duty, right? Yes, I yeah. did. Well, I waited for everybody to play that game. I had it here for a long time, and <laughs> nobody was playing it, so I sold it while I still could. <laughs> so the ZombieCast community gaming manager uh, sold the game that we've been playing, uh, that they played last week. Uh, this Gabe, week. Yep. <laughs> yep. Gabe and Norma, tell us about the game night that you guys did also before we leave. Absolutely. Um, who did we have? We had uh, we Jedi. We had Jedi by Light, who's in our chat tonight. We Epic had Eric. Epic Eric, and we had um, what is it? Um, no, let me think. Yeah, Pickle Squirter <laughs> in Ryan. with us also, and then Fred Rojas came and joined us as well for a game, Pickles. and Pickles. it was 
a lot of fun. I mean, we were laughing. A couple of us told the other couple of us to pipe down. I won't mention names because I don't want embarrassing them. And um, <laughs> we had a good time. And I'm thinking we need to do this more often. And we're probably thinking of trying to do it again on Friday. Um, come up with a, um, a decision on what game to play. And, you know, I've heard Left for Dead thrown out. We've also heard, I'm you know, to do Left 4 Dead Xbox, for a long time. Xbox One. So we could do that. Xbox One this week. Come on, I, we could I want do, do Advanced Warfare one more week. Let's do Advanced Warfare. Yeah, yeah, dude, I hate the 360. Any, I, I mean, almost, God, almost any 360 games. Like, yeah, I, I hate playing the 360. I hate it. Advanced Warfare this week. It, it, I'm in if you, if you guys play that. Yeah, let's do Advanced Warfare one more week. So. uh Subsy, dude, they get well. No, do y'all do y'all have one games in, in your red box? Uh, no, there's no Xbox One one. Sadly, there's no Xbox One games in any red box, which is no. And a I don't know silly why. At this point. No, they actually ch- check them again. They're showing up again. They they're actually on when you go to rent games. That's the third option now is Xbox One. I, I've just recently seen it. Did you see the thing where John Jacobson? Um, he rented an Xbox One game in one city, and he took it all the way, like on a plane. Yeah, you and can. He went, he went to the he went to the red box at his house because he wanted to test it, and he went and they had no Xbox One games. Well, he put he returned the game, and then he checked, and then they had an Xbox One category because he put the disc in it. It mm-hmm. actually added it to the system. Oh, oh that's awesome. So I'm yeah. like, they're, they're maybe they're they're getting there, but it's, I just see it's 360 Wii and PS3 on the top. Top row, but this this age. I mean, there's no demos of games. They're really making it, yeah. Like, no, you are bought. I think demos work against games in a lot of ways. There's plenty of games I played the demo and gone, okay, I'm never buying that game. Yeah, yeah. I think in a way they're. I think they think, ooh, there's Twitch now, so people just watch people they're, play. Yeah, it. they're That's getting rid of demos and they're getting rid of these rentals because they are affecting games. Dude, sales. I want to tell you what on Zombie Cat. I mean, uh, on Knuckleball Radio last night with me, Gabe, Norma, and Eli. Eli really sold me on Dying Light. I mean, yeah, I want it. I'm he getting really it. sold me on that game. He, he said it's it's said it's one of the best. Have you played it, Sub Z or Ted? No, no that, was, I, uh, that was one of those I tried to test the temperature in the room before buying it, and nobody bought it, so I didn't buy it. And, and reviews well, didn't come out until five days or six days <laughs> after it came out. I mean, I, I don't even know if it, it, this whole review is coming up a week after the game. That's annoying, pissing me off too. Well, one thing is a lot of places have pre-order bonuses where you can actually get dollars off of the game. Yeah, so if the, the review would come that. out, you know, I would know, okay, I'll pre-order that. Well, yeah. the one good thing about that, Sub-Z, is you, they give you like a two-week period to pick the game up. So you can still yeah. – you, you, can, you can always wait for the review and then if you want to hold out a few days. But I think with the way these reviews that they send they, – they send out copies of Dying Light on the last day meaning they didn't want game reviews up that day. Huh. Yeah, this is what they're doing, that and the rentals and the demos. I mean, they're... A lot of places are scared to have people review them. Yeah, the, wow, if they give us a seven, we're screwed. Hey, That's I got an idea, it. game companies. Why not make a game that will get good reviews? It's not a piece of shit. Then you won't have to worry about that. That's true. No, 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 no. We're just going to... we got to trick the audience for at least a week <laughs> to ca- get the cash back. Just sorry, but I, I just heard when I, I I had some interest in Dying Light, and I heard it was similar to Dead Island, and I immediately checked out because well, I my really issue, didn't my like Dead Island. With, my issue with the Dead Island and <laughs> this game, you pretty much have to have a group of people that are playing it at the same time at the same level. Yeah, because if you have somebody that joins it, well, this was the issue with Dying Light anyway. I mean, uh, Dead Island. 
if you had somebody join up and they were a level five and everybody else was level 15, it's not enjoyable at all for the guy who's a level five in there that's not playing every day with the same crew of people. Yeah, yeah that's how that Borderlands different. was too. Yeah, I couldn't play Borderlands because if you didn't play for five days, you were completely useless. So what was the point? And you know, we you know to bring we have a few minutes left, but like you know, the Mortal Kombat, you guys Sub Z obviously, but the whole that game's like an online only game basically, because they have like dynamic daily towers and all that stuff, and they say like you ha- you have got to play Mortal Kombat like every day. It's what I keep reading. Like, well, you, I feel sure they've got their own tower that's not online. I yeah, but I mean, they're gonna have some dynamic shit in that. that. Like, like you said, who knows? You might turn it on one day and suddenly Motaro is in it. They might start putting characters in it. That'd be slick and stuff you like need that. To have but, a game night for that game. Oh, we are definitely having game night for that. At game. least, yeah. I wonder if they have like a spectator mode where we can like wait while well, somebody MK9 else is did. going in a match. That'd be that great. That game is gonna be so. MKX is just gonna be epic. I'm looking yes. forward to that one. Do you see those that's, shots that's from the buy. story mode? The story mode is, like, ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I very much look forward to it. That is April. I think it's, like, tax day or something. April, it's, April it's April 15th. 14th. Um, so, the, yeah, but... um. Yeah, I'm going to pass on Dying Light. So, and I'll just wait yeah, for that. I mean, I'm passing. Yeah, I'm Mortal Kombat. I'm ready. Mortal Kombat. So, Norman, are you going to read uh, Dark's comment? Oh, wow. The very long one? Because <laughs> I asked Dark... We have a new listener, um, Dark Blood Wolf, and you know they're like, "Yeah, I'm new. I'm new to you guys." And I said, "Well, how do you? How did you hear us, or find out about us?" And um, Dark was telling me how they needed help with uh, Gmod, so uh, they had asked a few channels, but no one could answer. And somehow he ended up stumbling against uh, against um, over all games, and he says. You couldn't help me here either, but but Tiger Claw um, suggested uh, that this you know that this channel is for podcasts and you know shows, and they started listening to Let's Ask a Lady, and they thought it was hysterical. Mm-hmm. So uh, they that, continued that show, to that keep show listening. That's a, a filthy, it's a filthy. filthy <laughs> yeah, I heard it once, filthy, and um, I'm like, I can't hear this. This is a little too much for my for myself. So I, I you know, but whatever, you know, it's all good. So you know. That's how they came to to hear us. So welcome, you know, we appreciate your support and well, you know, hope to keep you happy. So thanks for coming. Well, thank you, Dark Horse, Dark Wolf. Sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. Dark to those Blood people. Wolf. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking Dark Blood Wolf. Was that you writing the W's on oh, those corpses? And I, and I always I always say also about a Dead Island. My one of my favorite game stories, and I'm completely exaggerating, but it's funny, is when I talk about. The game was ruined because Subsy and Alpha Box wouldn't get off the fucking beach. Hey, I like to explore. There's a long beach. <laughs> I've told you guys that story. Oh, I've heard I that story this, before. <laughs> I, I got I, I got this game was with Alpha Box. I don't know. If he used to be on Deep Dead Pixel Live, um, and Subsy were like, "Okay, we're gonna play," and I said, "Let's play." And the two of them, this beach was like a hundred yards wide. It wasn't even that big, and they were like, "We're gonna explore every inch of this beach," and I sat for like an hour. What Waiting. if the ice pick of doom was sitting in one of those cabins right there? We missed it and we couldn't just. Stand I, I, but I was like, guys, <laughs> I, I was. I, it made me. I sold the game like two days later because I mean, I think you guys made me hate the game 
because I y'all didn't let me play it. I was like, I want to go do the levels, and you're like, no, 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 we're still exploring the beach. Y'all explored that beach for like an hour and a half. <laughs> no, it went on forever. Oh, Ted, I say like, you don't like people that like to explore things over and over and over again because I'm the one that does that. This and is the first time we loaded the game up. We wanted I know, to see. I was like, you, you guys have looked over every inch of this beach. There's only so much chicken beer. Let's go do a mission. Let's do something. And I finally just ran off by myself and started doing stuff. Mighty and I was mouse. I caught up. Okay, yeah, so it's so annoying. You drive me crazy. I I'm almost Dead done with playing Diablo three, and the other day we Diablo got this. 3. You know, in some games where you have to kill like a specific little um, person or, or creature, and it gives you all this extra loot. We ended up killing one, and all of a sudden we were like in Rainbow Bright Land. It was like um, rainbows everywhere and fluffy little clowns and unicorns and sunflowers, and we were killing all these things. And we were getting like loots left and right. <laughs> it's like a little hidden thing in it, and you have to have like a certain weapon on you, do it at a certain time, and happen to find this goblin. Like, it's like. Out of a hundred chances, you only get one chance if you happen to find it. And like we did it accidentally. It was really weird. I tell you one thing. One one spooky game I played recently, I don't know if any of you did, uh, Alien Isolation. Has anybody played it yet? No. I think think Matt has played it. (laughs) Oh, man. Alien Isolation is really good. Uh, Before I started playing it, I actually watched Alien and Aliens in a marathon. Right. And when you play this game, it really does feel like you're in the first Alien movie. Just the whole sense of, ooh, it could be oh. in that vent over there. It could be wherever. But uh, it's not just an alien, though. I mean, you've got survivors there you have to worry about. There's androids to worry about. So the whole game isn't just being chased by an alien. It's a little more varied than I heard about. But I'm about halfway through it, and I enjoyed it. I told you there's a percentage I read about in that game. That game has a massively high percentage of people who never finish it. They, they start it, and they just can't get to the end. I don't know why. I think it's, it's like drags or something, but I'm, I'm interested to hear what you say. Yeah, well, I'll let you know after the second half, but so far, it, the, Sean, the feel of it is very, very Alien 1 movie. Watch Sean, out. Are you, are, are you gonna let? Are you gonna? Are we gonna film ourselves killing that samurai guy in Dead Rising this week? Yes, dude, I really do. We will do it this week. He's I been promise. pushing for this for so long. But, uh, I, guys, make, I, I want you to Twitch that, Ted. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see it. Yeah. Why, yeah, hey, I will, why is Sean invited to this and not me? Because you know I have this game also. I think you'd only do two-player co-op, though. Oh, I see. So Sean is your better man. Yeah, I see how it goes. Well, the whole point, the whole point, Norm, is we're killing Sean, the boss for Sean, so we can get to the next yeah, boss. So we can move on and get yeah. stuck there. The first Sean 10 minutes of the game. Like Ty- <laughs> Sean, Sean needs to move on like Tyrese. He needs to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, Fantastic Forum is about to come up. And Mr. Gabe, man, where can people find you? Okay, like I said earlier, Exodus on Twitter, triple X O D U S, uh, Gabriel Lea on uh, Facebook, and Onslaught thirteen triple X on Xbox Live. And Miss Norma Latte, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at normie four seventy seven, or you can find me on Sunday nights here on AllGames.com with Knuckleballer Radio with Sean and the awesome Eli Sodum. Nice, and Mr. Tadakun. Uh, dead again on everything, and uh, I probably won't have my cool voice uh, next week. So, oh, yes, make your video so you can win. Your I, game. Ted, I, yes, I will, I will hurt. 
people. Five more hurt people. Five more hurt people. Guys, also follow Matt over on Twitter at Matto, M-A-T-T-O-M-C-F-L-Y, Matto McFly. And Matt Bradford over on Facebook. Uh, you can find me on Twitter.com slash FreemanDaddy5. Go there and follow me. I'm uh, almost 11,000 followers, so go follow me. What? Go follow Sweet. me. Wait, Sean Freeman. Nice. Freeman Daddy has 11,000 followers? It's like 10,000. I got like 610. You people better pick it up. Yeah, I need to be, I need to be more life. famous. Team Freeman. Like Team Freeman out there. Woo, woo. <laughs> Everybody that follows Freeman, also follow me and Sub-Z. Yeah. The hell? And you too. What do you no, have, Norma? Norma's a girl. Her. She's probably destroying us all. Nope. <laughs> I have little followers. Nobody cares. Yeah, me too. I got shit. For <laughs> those of you that do follow me, I value each and every one of you. Maybe if I tweeted more than like once every three or four days. That's yeah. true. The last tweet uh, I did was on a watched uh, that movie, Starry Eyes, the other night. Right, right. Uh, but on behalf uh, or actually go over to Xbox One, follow me at FreemanDaddy7, just the number seven. But on behalf <coughs> of the Zum Research Society, Mr. Matt Bradford, Mr. Sub-Z himself, Mr. Gabriel Alea. Did I say it right? Yeah, you said it right. I'm uh, Mr. Malate, Mr. Ted again, and myself, FreemanDaddy5. We call episode 142, ZombieCast, total rap, guys. You bring your hockey stick, man? Dude, get it. Hey. Hey, you guys did hey. a good job on the show this Later. week. Hey, Gabe. Later, Holmes. Hey, Gabe. Can you send us out with the nice uh, chinga tamadre type stuff? No. <laughs> uh, Norma, could you send us out with a nice chow? Yeah. Yeah, there ciao, you go. Ciao, everybody. No. Jesus. Jesus. Better. Adios. Better. Come on. Better. Oh, my gosh. Three. Bueno, chicos. Ahora nos vamos. Ciao. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.